right. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Ryan and Jarrett. We're back. Level 49, obviously. Um, been away for a while. Busy season at work. Busy season being back to work. Busy season in general. Yes. My favorite time of the year, by the way. Are you a Christmas guy? Um, I guess in what aspect? Everything? Just to me, and this probably is going to sound really, I don't know, bad maybe, but just the whole, like everything short of the Hallmark Channel movies just makes my day. Like I love knowing that I'm going to get to give people gifts and make them excited. It's not selfish like, oh, I'm getting gifts this year. It's everybody's nicer at Christmas unless you're shopping. But everybody seems to be a little bit nicer. They care. They give a shit about people a little bit more. The music's happy, you know, and just the whole, to me, like right after Halloween, it really starts to kick in. And I really, really just dig Christmas in the whole season. So you're a 100.3. Oh, dude. So Christmas music. Yes. Jingle bells. Yes. So my serious radio in my car started as scream radio on Halloween, but at midnight it switched over and they played Christmas music on Halloween night, November 1st and, you know, into November 1st. Fast. Yes. And it was awesome. Cause I got up in the morning driving to work and yes, I work Sunday and turned it on and it still said scream radio, but they were playing Christmas music. I thought that was kind of interesting. So it was like misadvertisement, but yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm all into Christmas music. Like I actually have on my, Apple Music, a Christmas playlist that sometimes I just play just because. Where does that stem from? Has it always been that way? You know, I don't think so. I think it stems from probably the first Christmas my son was excited. Like, I'll never forget, we got him a bike with training wheels on it. And he rode it into our bedroom to wake us up and tell us Santa Claus brought him a bike. (laughs) And just the sheer excitement. And happiness on his face, I think, ever since then. I've always kind of liked decorating the tree and stuff, but that's like probably about 12, eh, 11 years ago is when it really hit. And I really, really just like there's nothing. I mean, your dad, dude, there's nothing like watching your kids open that gift and I get it, seeing yeah. them just like, oh, you know, it's great. I remember that feeling as a kid. I do. It was it, it was hard to go to sleep. Yes. The night before it was like, yeah. You know, you know what was coming. Yep. All the gifts. That just the. You go to bed knowing that there's nothing there, and you wake up and it's just loaded. And there's something too. Maybe it does go farther back than that because there's something too. Like, my parents were never well off. We made it, obviously. Same here. But man, there was always fucking tr- presents under the tree. Mm-hmm. Always, and it wasn't dollar store shit. It was. Almost always at least something you wanted, you know what I mean? I remember in high school, I think when all three of us were in high school. Although, yeah. Me and my two older brothers, I'm the youngest. Parents would start getting us mini kegs. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I mean, they're about... You know, like the Heineken. Yeah, like they're different brands. They're different brands, you know, so they're maybe eight inches wide by a foot tall. So that'd be the first thing we do is crack open the 
drink at Christmas Mini morning. Keg and have some Christmas beers. <laughs> That's awesome. That is great. What always gets me is watching like my kid get us up at the ass crack of dawn, open all the gifts, and then he falls back asleep. And you're sitting there like, dude, we could have done this at nine o'clock, not five. Really? Yeah. He falls right back asleep. Huh? A lot of times. Last year he did good, but most every Christmas he, he passes out. Not my kids. I'm like, they're up, probably, they're up. I probably bore him to death because my other addiction at Christmas is a Christmas story. I watch 24 hours of a Christmas story. Oh, my God. So that's on my TV from when it comes on to when it goes off. So I don't think I've ever sat through the whole movie. I've seen the whole movie, but I've never sat through and watched the whole movie. But, yeah, that's... Uh, you got it bad. I do. I think you may need counseling. My wife hates it. And it's even worse because my wife is super into Halloween, so we decorate for Halloween. We have Do you ever uh, dress her up as uh, Mrs. Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Claus. Doesn't go chase that her far. around the house. Doesn't go that far. We may milk and cookies might. Give her a bag of gifts. <laughs> Santa sack. <laughs> I wasn't going that far. <laughs> Way to gross it out, Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, she's... She's not into Christmas. Like, it's pulling teeth to get her to decorate. We got as far as the Christmas decorations are out of storage today. But they're not going up till Thanksgiving. I can't win that battle. Like, I want, you know, and, and then she gives me the excuse of, so we're staying home for Christmas. We've been through this a million times. I have high-risk individual in my house, so or Thanksgiving, I'm sorry. So we're staying home for Thanksgiving, just the four of us, not going anywhere. So she says to me today, well, I guess since I won't have anything else to do after I eat, we can put up the Christmas tree early. <laughs> early. Early. I don't ever get it till way after Thanksgiving. It drives me crazy, man. Because I think you should have it up for Thanksgiving. Hell, you can decorate it with American flags and have it up on the 4th of July, right? Uh, I guess it depends on if you are if you do a real tree or fake tree, right? We always do fake. The kid wants a real one this year, but I don't want to step on them damn pine needles. We've always had... A fake tree growing up and yeah I, I don't know it was uh i have a love hate relationship with christmas i gotta learn to like it again but yeah the whole process you know setting up the tree and the decorating it wasn't very enjoyable as a kid no it was like i don't know if uh mom being like a control freak it has to be done a certain oh. way and color code it and put this here put this there <laughs> but yeah and then you know as an adult working our busy season is like the fall and winter right like getting ready for the auto show so back in the day when bc before covid you know, it would be pretty damn busy and, you know, working 80 hours a week. Right. Uh, as a carpenter, building displays. And it's, yeah, you, you get Christmas off and then, and then you go back to work. You're working 12 hours before Christmas, Christmas off, work 12 hours after Christmas. So it's like. It's hard to power th through. This time of year is like. 
wasn't anything special to me. You know, I love seeing the look on the kids' faces, all the right. new stuff that they got. I mean, Laura did like all the shopping and everything because I'm busy. Right. I'm dead tired. That's what I was going to say. Part of it's like my wife does a lot of the shopping. So yeah. my kid opens a gift and I'm just as surprised as he is. I'm like, dude, that's sweet. You know, because you don't <laughs> even know what the hell they got either half the time. Yeah. But so we do this thing. With the decorating, I used to be real anal about it. Like, everything had to go a certain way when my wife and I first were doing it. But probably about four or five years old, my kids started wanting to decorate. So he just decorates the tree. So I literally have pictures of, like, you know, we have an eight-foot Christmas tree. And only, like, the bottom three foot's decorated because my kid was only so tall. Mm -hmm. And we take a picture every year. So last year was the first time he put the star on top of the tree by himself. So every year it's been, like, a growing chart kind of thing. And we put those pictures out. It's kind of funny. That's Make funny. fun of them. That, that is funny. <clears throat> but you got to find humor in something and happiness in something with. Which I'm, I'm learning that everything. now. This whole, this year has, uh, it's been good to me. Yeah. Learning a lot. Taking it slower. Yeah. yeah. As for the Christmas tree. Yeah, we've always had a fake tree, the same fake tree, as far as I can remember. And, uh, oh, there were stories that we used to have a Christmas branch. Branch? (laughs) Yeah, because we couldn't have a, uh, we didn't have money for a real tree. We didn't have when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. Dude, we still had a rotary phone when I was in my teens. Did it have the 700 foot cord on it? So you're. Oh, yeah, yeah, brothers, never mind. Yeah. I was going to say, so you could drag it down the hall and sit in the hall in the bedroom. And no, talk. we had another rotary phone downstairs. So you could pick up the phone, set it down, run downstairs, pick that one up. Mom, hang it up. Run back upstairs, hang that one down, <laughs> and then run back downstairs just to talk on the phone to your friends so no one can hear you. Dude, it's so funny you're talking about all that retro shit because, like, we're getting into that with my kid. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I bought a Sega Genesis the other day, mm-hmm. found it on Facebook Marketplace, and it came with all the Sonic games. It was 40 bucks, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. It works. I plugged it in, and my kid is like, these graphics suck. I'm like, come on. Let's just play the game. So we get through like four levels of Sonic. He's getting into it. And you know, Sonic, you can beat it in like 18 seconds because all you do is just run through the level real quick. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm done. Let's, you know, let's hang. I'm like, dude, you can't. He's like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, it doesn't save the game. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's not going to save the game, bro. Like, you shut it off. You're done. You got to start all over. He's like, what? That's crap. That's how you used to play video games? I'm like, man, us OGs had to stay up all night or else you had to turn the TV off, leave the the Genesis on. He's like, that's crap, man. I'm like, no, real gamers don't need checkpoints. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) real gamers don't need checkpoints. That's great. So, yeah, we've been. should be a t-shirt. Right? We've been introducing (laughs) him to a bunch of crap. We've been showing him uh I'm looking for a regular Nintendo. You remember Paperboy? Yeah. Dude. I sold two uh, Nintendo Switches that I had. Yeah. The power and reset. Yeah, I love that Nintendo. We had that. We had the Sega Genesis. And I bought a Sega Saturn. Do you remember the Saturn? Dude. With my own money. Do you still have one? No. Those are worth a shit ton of money. I don't know where it went to. My parents aren't going to listen to this, but we had a little falling out around college age and all of my stuff somehow disappeared, disappeared, Oh no! including my grandparents dirt bike that I 
was sitting in their garage for 20 years and I stripped down clean, come home, it's gone. Get out. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so with your eBay stuff, Sega Saturn shit is worth a ton, dude. Some that, of those games. I wish I would have had that still. Some of those games go for over a thousand. Shinobi. That, dude, isn't that the one where it's like real time all the time? No, 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 no. No, no, no that's there was some Japanese game I remember playing that was like it kept real time. So if you turn it on at two o'clock in the morning, it was like two o'clock in the morning on the game. Yeah, there was another one that you had to go through this building and then there was clues that you had to use to solve a problem over here, like in another room and then come back over here, get to the next story is like back and forth, back and forth trying to do that was that was the whip. I yeah, look at dude. games now. I'm like, oh, I'm just not into it. No, no, I'm not super into it. I did buy the new Call of Duty this week that just came out, and I've been killing Russians every day after work. But <laughs> it's not like it used to be, man. No, it's and not. my kids just blowing away. Like, no, I want to go back to the Christmas tree thing because I for well my entire childhood growing up through my teens. Since I was in the house, that's all we had was a fake tree. Right. And then it wasn't until, you know, with Laura and the kids that we were buying like a real tree. So you do a real tree every year now? We do a real tree, real tree every year. When do you buy it to make sure you don't have them damn pine needles all over the ground? Uh, it's going to happen. Regardless. But you just do uh, like a little, a little, well, a tree skirt underneath right. that all the pine needles would fall into. See, so I'm really going to throw myself out there and die on my sword. But I have a tree skirt, but my tree skirt holds my train set. Your belly. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you go chase around Mrs. Claus? (laughs) Oh, shit. It holds my Christmas town in my train and the other stuff that goes around the tree. So the needles are all going to fall on that stuff, I guess, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I'm just curious. I've never Are had you a real ever tree. considering a real tree. Well, ever. we were, like I said, we're talking about it. But my wife reminded me when we were talking about it that she went like the day or two days after Christmas last year and bought a brand new fake tree. That's more like. I don't know what you Life-like? call it, like looks more lifelike and like more robust than the tree we had i guess it looks more like a real tree so we have to use that this year at least but did you open it yet no you try to return it for full price right now i wonder if that would work i sell it for more than full price sure we could it was like a 400 hundred dollar tree she got it for less than 100 bucks yeah dude it's it's Dude, flip that shit. It's going to be. <laughs> flip that shit. <laughs> it's going to be sweet if we do use it, but yeah, my kid wants to do the whole cutting down a tree. Do you just go out here on your property and cut one down or? No, we go to uh, like a tree farm or whatever. Tree farm out near 69 and between here and Port Huron, somewhere along 69. Yeah. Right I want to say Centennial Pines, but. Centennial, maybe that is Centennial. Centennial Farms. Okay. But it's a U-cut type thing. 
So you go inside, you grab a saw. You can bring whole, your own saw. The whole nine, huh? Yeah. You just walk up and down the rows and try to figure out what which one you guys like. Clark Griswold Yeah, that's style. the fun part. You just go with four kids and then have them all. Are, how about this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, but look at that one. That's like a half a mile away. Okay, let's go over there and look at that one. Oh, that's not so good. Let's go back over here. And yeah. 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 I like it. <laughs> so do you look forward to all the Christmas movies that are on TV? Are you a Christmas movie guy? Besides Christmas Story, we obviously just covered that. Well, what, I, what Christmas movie, movies? Let's just, see. We, dude, Christmas What was movies. Bill Murray in? He was, Scrooged. That was Scrooge. I guess I'm not. You know, no. I think one movie that I'll sit down and watch is Polar Express. Great movie. I like that movie. Great movie. That's that's a good one. The rest? Mm. No. No. Not an elf guy? Doesn't make you laugh? It's funny. I like it, but I'm not going to go seek it out. So, you know what movie I think is? I always watch it. I don't know why the hell I watch it, but it's Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad looking for that damn toy. Oh, my God. I don't know why. I've never seen it. I don't know why, but I'm a Christmas movie guy. I've seen two of Arnold's movies. You're not even a Schwarzenegger fan? No. Oh, my God. One was Terminator, and the other one was Eraser. Dude, you haven't seen Total Recall? Yeah. You had to have seen that. Oh, hey. <laughs> three girl, you make me wish I had three hands. <laughs> yeah, so some of his movies are horrible, but some of his movies are make good. Make that three, yeah. I just He's not a good actor. It's shitty acting. Yeah, some yeah. of his movies are good though. Like Kindergarten Cop, man, I always catch myself if it's on watching, even though it's a horrible movie. Uh what the hell is the one I just watched the other day? <laughs> It's not a Duma. (laughs) Damn it. There was one on just the other day that I watched. I don't remember. I caught myself in it. He's not a great actor, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe if uh, the kids move out the house and then I get the TV back, I can start watching some more movies. But until then, there's plenty of other things to do. Yeah. But now, with the way this year's going, you know, even last year, you know, when they decided to move the the auto show to June, I think it was like June and then August, somewhere around there, and then they're going to have like most of it like outside. Oh, Um, that's the plans for it this year right now? It was like that. They tried to transition that so that way... Like the January one was a reduced version of the typical show because they were going to have another one, right? You know, in the spring or summer. But then, you know, COVID happened. So the last year we didn't have much overtime during. So kind of enjoyed a little bit of Christmas. And then now it's. It's not going to happen. It's right. Bringing too many people into a building. So whatever. Yeah. True Lies. That was the name of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I watched. 
True Lies. It's got him and Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Not horrible. Yeah. Not horrible. I wouldn't recommend like that being on the top of your list when your kids move out to watch, but yeah. just popped into my head. It was on the other day and I watched it. But yeah, he's just not a good actor. No. No, he's not. <laughs> so I forgot what we were talking about before I interrupted you. Oh, work, not being busy and Yeah. Not not allowed to have more than ten people in a building again and everything that's going on right now. So did I read right that England's completely fucking locked down for three weeks? Except doctors and grocery store workers and first responders. <laughs> like the whole Dude, country? I went from like COVID and everything that was going on was like my life. And I was looking up news and this and that, trying to stay on top of everything. Now it's so far on the back burner. <laughs> you have no idea. I have no idea. So all my COVID information that I'm getting, I'm getting from you right now. Oh, okay. So let's hear it. It's better than Facebook. England is shut down. So if I'm if I read correctly or remember correctly, England is or is about to like just completely lock down outside of except for uh like doctors and hospital workers. So that means stores, first that, responders. That, that's a peeing section in a swimming pool. Pretty much. We're going to lock down, but this part can still work, and we can still mingle and go to the stores and buy stuff, right? Right. Pretty much. Which are still avenues for it spreading. Yeah. I know somebody that literally goes to work and works in an office, has very little interaction with anybody in his work, goes to the grocery store and goes home, and ended up with it. So... I don't think that you can keep everybody from, I don't know. I didn't want to turn this episode into a whole COVID thing, but I just don't think, I don't know. It's, it's when was the last time I said fuck COVID? <laughs> last episode? The last episode <laughs> they just listened to. But it's, I don't know anymore. I don't, I mean, we're coming into flu season. It's going to be a goddamn nightmare. I mean, don't you feel like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. It, it, you have to. I think we can agree that there's something out there. People are dying. People are getting sick. Yes, most of them have underlying fact factors or health risks or whatever. But the problem I have is, here's the biggest problem I have. There's a survival rate of over 99% pretty much across the board. Yet, you're going to try to lock us up until you get a vaccine that is 94.5% Preventing, preventing, or however I'm trying to say that, it only prevents 94.5% or works 94.5% of the time or whatever. For a disease, there's a 99% survival rate for. Statistically, the flu is more deadly than COVID. Why are we still going through it? Why? And we have a vaccine for the flu. Right, that a lot of people take. I don't. You I don't, don't. But a lot of people do. <laughs> do I get sick? Fuck yeah. Sometimes I get real goddamn sick. Just deal with it. It happens. I understand that it's a respiratory infection and just dealing with it might not be the answer. But for God's sakes, if nothing else, tell us the people that have survived, the people that have gotten through it. Don't just throw numbers at me that 7,000 people in Michigan tested positive today and 68 died and put an asterisk next to that and expect me to understand that of those 68 deaths you're reporting, 40 of them were because you went back through records and found it. 
and you haven't told me in the last fucking six months how many people have survived it. Yep. You know, stop the doom and gloom. It's out there. We recognize it. Tell me that fucking 500,000 of the 700,000 that have tested positive so far are done with it. <clears throat> I can't get the doom and gloom process. In a nutshell, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach for what our kids are going to grow up in. Yep. There's no good. Turn on the TV and tell me what you see that's good besides fucking shitty ass Arnold Schwarzenegger Christmas movies. <laughs> There's we, nothing else good. So we don't have cable. We don't have satellite TV. So what? <laughs> you just adjust the tinfoil on your antenna. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the slipper at the kid. Change the channel. It's got to be on three to get that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh It's fucking what? hot in here right now, dude. Yeah. This is crazy how okay. hot it is. Let me uh, turn this down a little bit. Hold on, Jarrett went to hit the thermostat. He's got the uh what do you do? Just close the door a little bit? Uh yeah. Twenty six degrees. Oh well I'm fat and bearded, man. It's only sixty eight degrees in here. But that's by the door that has a draft. <laughs> yeah, the door is not drinking screwball. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're drinking bad. this episode. What did we have last episode? Angels Envy. Your Angels Envy. Now we got a uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey. Yep. To all the misfits, black sheep, and screwballs. Not horrible. Uh, if there's multiple choice, I'm not reaching for this. No, I don't think it's worth the twenty or twenty-five bucks you pay for the bottle either. But it's it's not horrible. No. It's better than water. <laughs> yeah, it's better than water. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you about it being so hot. You were saying I don't remember. You didn't have cable. You adjust the tin foil. Yes, uh, rabbit ears. Dude, so you watch your porn ear. through rainbow lines still. <laughs> Dude, if you adjust it just right, you can actually make out some titties. (laughs) (laughs) This is going off the rails real quick. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, dude, growing up, dude, we were so far behind everybody else with a rotary phone. Never had a computer in the house. Really? Yeah. Um, Sorry, that's blowing my face. Um. Yeah, our TV, it was pull out the knob. You got to wait for the TV to warm up and the picture starts coming through and you two, four, seven. Did you have the second knob that you had to adjust that one to to make seven come in right and everything? It was like trying to remember what it was like, because like the first the top knob was like single digits and the bottom, you got were able to get up to like sixty two, yeah. sixty four. No, yeah, but living in Detroit, we got all those channels over the air. Oh yeah, that's true, dude. And then that was the big thing with the everything's going digital. You gotta get the box. Remember that? Oh yeah, I'll never forget. My dad, my dad, so I'm forty. My dad's sixty years old. We got cable. I don't know. I was probably fourteen, fifteen, sixteen around there. 
to this day, my dad still bitches. I fucking got cable, so I didn't have to watch these goddamn commercials. It's been nothing but fucking commercials since I started paying for it. Yep. And he's still paying for it. Still paying for it. Dude, I thought that was going to be like a sweet, uh, you know, little side business. Had a little truck. Yeah, everybody's switching to the the digital thing, and they didn't need these big antennas on their house anymore. I was going to go door to door, have people, well, let me take down their ugly antennas, their aluminum antennas, take it down. They'll pay me to do that, and then I'll take it to the scrapyard and get money for that. Get paid both ways. I never did it. <laughs> I got so many ideas, I just never act on them. I'm right there with you, man. A million ideas. So, the elephant in the room. Oh, shit. Let's see your reaction to this. Okay. You want to set the glass down before I say it out loud? Yeah. Your thoughts on our, as we sit here right now, new president? Projected? Like other things that are projected, like vomit? Biden? Okay. Biden, but in reality, Kamala Harris. There's. This is some interesting times. Can we preface this by saying. I myself, I know 100 percent and I'm pretty sure you. May not agree with it, but if he ends up being our president, he is our president. Regardless. Okay, now go ahead and say he is our president. Um. I do. I could care less. Okay. All right. Now you can go ahead and, and get it out of your system. I just want to know. This know. is. Uh, I've been inundated with people sending me uh, video clips, audio clips, quote unquote facts of what's going on. There's no denying that there is fraud. There has been fraud. In this election, is it enough to take away the presidency from Biden and give it to Trump? They like to make you think so. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate over here. Do you think that whatever's going on that Trump's pointing out and saying is fraud is new? Or has happened in previous elections as well. Maybe it didn't work out to the benefit if you want to say that they did it and tried to stop Trump from being president in 16. But I don't think it's new. It's not new, but it's getting worse. I agree with that. Because, I mean, it's every four years. Look at what changes every four years. I mean. Technology comes a long way in four years. Like technology right. four years from now is going to be amazing compared to what we have today. Even when the Internet started four years from there, I mean, you get I mean, look at smartphones four years ago compared to what we have now right. and the cameras and the processing power. <laughs> things change. Things change fast. I you think get, that. Part of it. And we're both known Trump supporters, obviously Republican Trump supporters, but part of it being as big of an issue as it is now is, in my mind, 
he told us this was going to happen. So we've been expecting and looking for it to happen. With that, the latest press conference that you had uh, Powell, Giuliani, and Lynn, what's his name? Lynn Wood? I don't remember. I just remember Giuliani looking like the Joker. Three lawyers, you know, headhunter lawyers right there that is spearheading this, whatever you want to call it. Um, They have what they said, like sworn affidavits from people that said, yes, they witnessed fraud. They have the proof that. But what they didn't show us was the numbers that they would be able to overturn. Right. I don't know if they have that information and they're going to wait till it goes to the court and then the court gets to decide they're going to put all their maybe they're trying to keep it not as they're not showing all their cards right now. So maybe that's for a reason that the other side can't counterattack and whatever. So they're going to not show their hand until they give it to the courts and let the Supreme Court decide. But I'm not very confident right now. I mean, yeah, I get that there is fraud. You cannot deny that there has been fraud with this election. I agree. So, but there has been. I mean, oh, but it's. I don't think that they can overturn enough votes. The how many in Pennsylvania? What the hundred thousand yeah. Pennsylvania? What twenty thousand in Georgia? I, I, these numbers are wrong. But I'm just what we need to overturn Biden to make Trump the winner. I, right. But then again, it's it's just you and me here. And this is what I get is from people like you and me just sending stuff to me and me watching these videos. Yeah, it's, it sounds good. It's like a, almost like an infomercial. They want to hype you up, QVC, trying to sell you something. But all that means nothing until it gets into the court system and it gets analyzed and right. dissected. Okay, what do we have here? I agree with that. I just, I think that I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think it's going to change anything. Um, I did see, I cannot remember what I was watching or reading, something about, and I was unaware of this. So it sounds like each state sends like a group to cast their electoral votes in the presidential race after they're signed off on and everything. And it, December 12th is when, is that when the that electorals is? cast their... So it sounds like there's murmurs of electorals voting not the way that the state says they should vote or whoever when they go. Like, let's say Michigan's, what, 15 votes? Mm-hmm. And they're all supposed to go for Biden. It sounds like there's murmurs of maybe only seven go for Biden and eight go for Trump, which I don't know where I land on that because that's not the way it's supposed to be done. I mean, the easy fix is let the popular vote matter, but you have to be able to prove the popular vote, in which case the popular vote numbers we have, Trump didn't win either one, right? I am quite thankful we don't go off a popular vote. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be the 
who can offer the most shit to the other party, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't like where it's heading. I mean, I, I can tell you that either way. No, this is uh just sit back and watch and I mean, I don't like the <clears throat> the thought of how Trump will leave office if he leaves office or when he leaves office, however you want to look at it. He doesn't seem like he's going to do the presidential thing like everybody else. Yeah. I don't know that it doesn't look like that now. But right. Let's say Bush comes to shove and all the data gets analyzed and in the end Biden wins. It's not like Trump's going to sit in there in the corner of the Oval Office, Indian style with his arms crossed, say, I'm not leaving. <laughs> that's right. not going to happen. Right. No, I know that's not going to happen. I just, I don't know. He'll I, leave and he'll probably still fight it after the fact. But and I think he'll try to run in 2024 again. And she could. I, I don't he, think he would. I think it would be a mistake, but I think he, he would try. Yeah, he's, he's getting up there in age, man. He is. And he's getting too. He's getting too hard to reel in. With some of the. Some of the craziness. Don't get me wrong. I can appreciate it. We, I voted for him because I wanted to put somebody in there. That wasn't filtered. That wasn't 47 years or 50 years in the government. It wasn't a career politician. Right. But. God damn. Sometimes you just wish he wouldn't have fucking said what he just said. You know, like, I can't tell you how many times I've watched him and thought, really? Like, I thought that, but I'm 40 year old Michigander <laughs> sitting at home that can say that to my <laughs> friends and we laugh it off. You run the free world, and you just said that shit out loud on TV. Yeah, he is the most cringeworthy president. Yeah, so there's no denying that. There's no denying that, but there's no denying that he's one of the best presidents we've had. He's done a lot. I know it's going to take a long time for it to be seen, and it's going to take a long time for it to be admitted, but he has. I mean, he's spearheaded. Here's the thing. Biden ran on COVID. We have no idea, and I've said this before, what anybody else would have done if they were in his position or how they would have handled it. We can say we had SARS. We can say we had this. Nothing was to the level of COVID, and nobody was facing the barrage of fire and everything else that he did while he was doing that. Even the the intel that he has that we don't have. I mean, I mean, the, he closed our borders from China when this was going down, and he was criticized about it. Right. Even from Biden. Right. So that's where Trump is right when he says this could have been a lot worse if Biden was the president at the time. Leaving the border open to all that travel, but you'll never know. We'll never know. And you never would because no matter what, when Biden takes over and a vaccine comes, the footwork was laid by the Trump administration. He's not waking up one morning and hearing about a fucking worldwide pandemic. He's already been dealing with it by the time he takes office, you know, almost a year. Yeah. 
we'll never know. And we'll never know if Biden taking over and finding the, the end result, whatever that might be, how much of it's him and how much of it's Trump. What's an essential job? What's not an essential job? Are you asking me? Yeah. I don't know. My answer, I, I don't know. Because our hospitals can't close. We know that. Our firefighters and our police officers have to work. So that's settled. But we have to feed ourselves, so we have to go to grocery stores. So they have to work. But where do you draw the line as far as, like, carry out food from a restaurant? Is that really essential? Well, no, but people need to work. Does the mom and pop IGA on the corner have to stay open? Probably not. We could probably get away with Kroger, but they have bills to pay. They have to work. Could my wine business that I work in survive? Yeah, probably for the higher ups, but I have to work. Am I essential? No. But is our business booming because people are stuck at home and want their wine? Yeah. Where do you draw the line on what's essential and what's not essential? What What is essential to you and what is essential to me are two different things, too. You can live off the land. I can't. I don't have the first fucking idea how to live off the land. Oh, damn, based off of this hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> I still got both my tags I haven't filled yet. You got a dead branch, though. I saw that video. Dude, I 10 ringed that fucker. <laughs> So, I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know. I can say this much, and I'll probably get some blowback from it. But I would rather it end the way it is now with Biden winning presidency as he's shown he's won and becoming our next president than think of what kind of devastation this country would go through if Trump now becomes president after Biden won the election first. I'd like to see how that would play out. You had a preview, right? I mean, with with all the riots that were... You say that. ...pushed by... They looked huge and right. a big deal, but being like one city block. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I just. I don't know. It's almost like COVID deaths when the media shows you what the media is showing you. It's like, oh, my God, can we focus on something else? Right. Same thing with these riots um, uh, over in Portland. It, it's a very small area where all that stuff was going on. Chaz. I mean, you look at compared to the whole city. I mean, it was, it seemed a lot worse just based on what the media was showing you, you know? Yeah. I just, 
I don't know. I'm over. I think I've used this sentence. I'm before. over everything. I've become so numb to COVID and riots that it's like. This is, as my old man always said, we're living through the pussification of America. Yes. And again, it takes me right back to, dude, I'm 40. I'm probably on the downhill side of life. I got a fucking 11 year old kid at home. Mm-hmm. You got four kids. One just turned eight that are going to have to live in whatever world this is becoming. And not just live in it. We have to live in it, too. They have to make a way for themselves. And the way we raise our kids and the way a lot of people raise their kids, we're going to be swimming upstream. Excuse me. They're going to be swimming upstream to try and make something of themselves by the sweat of their brow and breaking their back. I know two, maybe three of mine are going to be um, they're going to be a pain in the ass (laughs) in the workforce. Like they're going to be they're going to be go getters. Um, They're not going to be pushovers. Uh, One wants to farm, which is perfect you know right. he's mild-mannered you know that'd be cool you know just stay secluded you know just right. do the farming and everything do your own business that way not in the workforce you know like what you do i do anybody else does but like farming is i mean not unless you go like out west and it's like a huge process you know like an actual business business right but but like the local guys here, it's basically your family. Yeah. Yeah. And he would be good at that. He would be good. He would be suited for that. The The issue, though, like the issue I take with the whole thing is the statement you just made. Two or three of mine are going to be a problem because they're going to be go-getters. They're not going to be pushovers. Wait a second. They're going to be the outcasts. That's what we needed to be to get where we're at. Yeah. How the fuck did the world get flipped on its head and that becomes the problem? Uh, but, yeah. How did working your way through life become a problem? Does it suck? Well, yeah, we'll both sit here and tell you it fucking sucks. But it's what you have to do. You know what? I look up to my old man as you and everybody else that listens to us, if they're still listening, may. He got up and went to work every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Every day. He would fall asleep watching TV every night, trying to play video games or be a dad. He was too tired because he was fucking working. Then it sucked. Now I understand. That's what you had to do. Now it's going, we're getting to the point where you can almost sit at home and make as much money as my old man did breaking his fucking back. Yep. What are you going to teach your kids? That sitting at home's okay? Ask our kids what we do. You know, the first thing they're going to say is they work a lot. All five of them are going to tell anybody that asks any of our kids they work a lot. That's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. And I don't want to keep busting my ass and have my kid and your kids and everybody else, the next generation coming up, the ones that are bucking the system and not getting 
as far ahead as everybody else, busting their ass to pay the way for everybody else. That's where I run into what the hell kind of world are we creating for the next generation? And that generation is going to run this fucking country someday. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just for my kids, I just want them to not settle. I've settled for a long ass time. And it's like, you know, you got something inside of you that's got to come out. And it's like, nope. You're trying to get the puzzle pieces together and you're trying to do this, trying to do that. And you get knocked back, but you still got the little thing inside of you that keeps making you want to go. And, you know, there's some people that they just kind of get beat down so much that that whatever's inside of them just kind of gets muted so much that they just settle and yes. they're OK with how everything goes. Well, that's why I want to teach my kids is to not have them settle for anything. Like, I mean, almost like, I mean, not being, not to say like, don't be happy, don't be content. But if you know you got something else inside you to give or to try, do it. Yes. You know, don't, don't just, okay, well, I got to work a nine to five. I got to go to college. I have to get a degree and I have to work for a company like, no, you start your own damn company. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Hustle and don't not do it. Here's the thing I tell my don't not do it. It's like when you're I saw something. I'm going to interrupt you. No, you're good. Interrupt me. I saw something. um, God, we all know I love my memes, right? (laughs) I saw one today that reminded me of you. There was a says, um. When you're the most scared to do something, that's when you should do it. Which in itself is hard enough. Then you put everything else around you yeah. the way it is now. It makes it twice as hard. Cause it's hard. If you do things that doesn't seem to make sense and you're kind of scared. Like, oh, I don't know. If, well, if the timing isn't right. I, here's an opportunity. But, you know, I'll wait a couple more months. It'll be better. Then I could do it then. It's. That's how you start settling. That's how you start and that's n- not doing what you want right. to do. And that's where you need to remind them, like, did Harley Davidson make sense? Did Amazon make sense? Harley did Davidson Microsoft? was a mistake with their engine. Right. <laughs> did Microsoft make sense? No. Bezos, right. Amazon. So coattail riding on what you just said. There's things that everybody has inside of them obviously that they want to do or want to be when they grow up or whatever it is and sometimes things happen and you can't do what you want to do so maybe in my case anyway my kid isn't going to be a world famous whatever he decides his love is DJ or whatever he thinks he's going to be but that doesn't mean he can't do something with it Like for me, I wanted to be on the radio. That was always my dream. I wanted to be on the radio. I wanted to be a talk radio host. I went to school for it. I found out that I was having a child. I was newly married. And in order to chase my dream, and it's going to play right into what you just said. 
I would have had to move to, you know, bumfucked Egypt to get on the radio to get started to try and work my way back home. Well, I was making good money and I had benefits and kid on the way. So what's the right choice, right? I stayed where I was at. Don't regret it. But that's what spawned this for me. This podcast is somewhat of a use of that and somewhat of a fulfillment to that dream, I guess. Is everybody hearing me? No, there's like fucking three of you listening. But you know what? The three of you that are listening are listening to a guy almost fulfill his dream. And it sucks. Even if it doesn't go anywhere. But we're still doing it. You're doing it. And it sucks. It's not where I wanted it to be. But you know what? Here's here's what I tell myself. And you're probably going to laugh at this little peek inside my head and how I think. I'm going to be dead and gone. And someday somebody's going to flip on the level 49 podcast and they're going to go, dude, was all right. So a legacy. Then I did it. Right. That somebody will have heard me and been like, hey, left something behind. That was my goal. I wanted to be Howard Stern, dude. I wanted to be a fucking cabillionaire. And I wanted to have titties in my face. And I wanted the whole nine. I wanted everybody to be pissed off. Queef competitions. (laughs) I wanted everybody to be pissed (laughs) off at me. And I wanted to be. It didn't work out that way. But the this doing this is a fulfillment of to an extent of doing it. I'm using my degree to an extent. I know how to talk into a microphone. I know, you know, the different things that I learned in school. And it's close. But that's I'm right there with you. Like I tell my kid, like, everybody's gonna tell you you have to go to college. My kid's really into baseball. Thinks baseball is going to get him into school. Hope it does. But if you have to choose to go to college, and I just had this conversation recently, before you jump in and go get a four-year degree that costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars, stop and look at a trade school. They're a lot cheaper. And it's a dying breed. Yes and no. Only if you have an inclination of working with your hands, that physical labor, the wanting to build and create. That's why I tell him, because he's got that creative gene. Like my my son should have been your son. He does everything we talk about it, the video editing and the pictures yeah. and the this and the, I don't know where that shit came from. It didn't come from me, but I also harbor all that and I feed into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, well, I'm not going to say it because he may listen, but there's things he wants to do that he needs so we're going to try to get the you know these instruments or these tools or whatever you want to call them so he can try it my kid at 12 years old can play the harmonica because we he said i want to learn to play the harmonica and we bought one here you go he can play the guitar i want to learn how to play the guitar okay here you go and this is all self-taught off youtube shit mm-hmm. you know just i want to make youtube videos you were there for that conversation yeah and we just talked before we went on the air today or started recording that he's got a thousand views and 75 subs or some shit on his YouTube channel. Which that's what I was going to get at was getting an external hard drive. Not an HDD, but an SSD, a solid state drive. For him? 
Yes. Okay. So you said you were having problems with DaVinci Resolve, right? Yeah, he is. Um, if you don't have, like, I'd have to take a look at the specs on your computer. Oh, he's got a freaking HP, like, $400 computer I bought him. It's not great. But what's the processor? I think 64 gig. Is that the right thing? No. No. Um, 500 megahertz. Is that the right thing? I know those two things are it. (laughs) (laughs) I said I wanted to be in radio, not computers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, does like i5, i7, i9 make any sense to you? Not one bit. Okay. So maybe it's an i5. Okay. Um, how many? Uh, do you know what I ran- can tell you this much. He had to delete everything off his computer and only uses it for DaVinci Resolve. Okay, so he doesn't have a lot of storage on right. his computer. Right. Yeah, I know. I'll throw him in the fire. <laughs> um but cuz you know when I edit on DaVinci Resolve, you know, it can get a little laggy. Right. But um now I was just reading some articles today about you know cause I'm going to start doing other videos of the hunts. You just don't want to, you know, make a video, put it on YouTube, and then delete all the files. Right, which is what he's doing. You want to save all your footage, you know, because you can use clips from that footage on something else. Oh, that was really good. I really like that. Well, you can use that as an intro on the next one, you know, so... You can store all your footage on external hard drives. So you can have a stack of them on whatever you're recording. I mean, even now, like trying to do like 4K footage, I mean, that those files are large. So you're going to need a lot of storage space. Instead of storing it right on the computer, which I'm noticing the amount of videos and pictures that I have on my computer that I think I got like Four hundred and well, I got five hundred gigabyte hard drive on the laptop, so I got three hundred and fifty gigabytes used on storage already. So it's like I want to clean all that off, all the pictures and videos I have on there, put it off to the side, and then all the videos that I record from here on out, put them onto an external hard drive. And then when I go to edit, I could put them onto an SSD hard drive, a solid state drive. And the response time between the SSD drive and the computer is like really fast. So when you run your program to edit and it wants to grab from that SSD drive, it's really fast. So you're not using your actual laptop hard drive. Okay. To deal with that, you have it separate off to the side. Okay. But if you have enough RAM, random access memory, if you don't have then it doesn't matter what you do. Okay. So we might need to talk when we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, because we just lost every listener we had. Okay, sorry. Was I rambling <laughs> Except again? Except for my father-in-law. Was I rambling? <laughs> Except for my father-in-law. How long have we been recording that? anyway? I don't know. Fifth. The stop sliding your microphone. 
59 minutes and 48 seconds. That's a good time. To just quit? Yeah. <laughs> You're just done? Good, good night, everybody. <laughs> Peace. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a hard time to be a parent, I think. like. Oh, so we're just getting serious. No, I'm just no, trying to cool. close no, it out. No, okay, close let's get out. serious. Oh, yeah, it's try- definitely, definitely a hard time. <laughs> it's, it's definitely hard. Okay, Raid Man, chill out. <laughs> but it's just to wrap up what we were talking about. Like, I'm sure our parents thought the same thing, and the parents before that did, and the parents were, but you know what? I don't know. I really don't have anything else to say about it, except it fucking sucks, dude. 2020 is a shit year. Anyways, the meme I saw, I saw two that made me think of you because you're the meme guy. One said, you know, when we get to 11.59 and 59 seconds, that some bitch is going to go 11.59 and 61 seconds. 62 <laughs> seconds, 63 seconds. Yeah. It ain't going to end. And then the other one said, I don't want, after this is all over, I don't want to see another meme about would you stay in this house for a year for a million dollars because you fuckers can't stay in your house for five days right now to protect your grandma. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. So, yeah, I'm good. If you're good, man, we can wrap this one up and we'll try to be a little bit more. I'm always good. We're not going to try. When it happens, it happens. The schedule sucks right now. It does. But you know what? For those of you that listen, we know you're out there. We see you listening. Okay. What did I say last time? I need to be more uh, active on social media. What the? Yeah. How'd that go? I did shit. Dude, I'm calling myself out. I was a little bitch. (laughs) I did not do that the other day. Fuck, man. I know. I did too. About you being like not doing any social media. I'm like, damn, I haven't posted anything. And I went on there and looked. I'm like, fuck, neither is Jarrett. Like, we suck. Should we hire a social media person? We only no. got nine episodes. Okay, if I can't do it, then no one can. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt, too. <laughs> Probably is. Uh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, I might even post right now. Okay. You talk, I'll post. You know what? We were going to record this shit, too, and I brought the camera, and it's still sitting in my car. So I'll Camera? Call, I'll call myself out on that. What ca- oh, the, the GoPro? GoPro? Yeah. I bought that GoPro and I recorded episode two. Oh, which reminds me, episode two, if you have not listened to it, it's called Butt Butt Drugs and Wool Socks. (laughs) Amazing video. That has got over 100 listens, so we're creeping up in the world. And I've gotten two emails about it. And we've got... So we had the guy in Ireland. Hopefully he's still listening. Now we have. <laughs> I lost him with my SSD talk. <laughs> that little, yeah. Now we have South Africa, Canada, and England based on the numbers and the, the statistics that I was able to check out. Canada. Canada. And England. And South Africa. South Africa. Yes. Pretty fucking cool. I don't care if it was on accident. Dude, that was some butt dialing right there. Hey, I'll take it. He accidentally hit subscribe. <laughs> Why is this shit keep What the fuck up? is this? <laughs> that I was don't my care, South man. African accent. That <laughs> uh, was, was good shit. So, anyways, we appreciate it. We'll keep trying to 
do something. I may have a couple things lined up for some people. Um, we'll talk afterwards about the new recorder and its abilities and people. But we may have a few more guests. I've gotten a couple inquiries because people think we're headed towards another shutdown and they're looking to keep themselves busy. Yeah. So may happen. You should have a... Uh, Call him out. What's his name? Sean? Sean who? Are you fucking asking me his name? I don't know. Is it somebody <laughs> that's you said, been here? You said Sean. And well, you I'm just... thinking Sean that was on here already. No. What's his name? Gridiron? Or... Yes. I want to have him on. I need to talk to him. <laughs> you I want me to talk, talk to him? him? <laughs> I need to talk to him. He's uh, Give me his number. I'll call him. He's a cool fucking dude, man. He's a cool fucking dude. So I'd like to I'd like to arrange that. Just our quick back and forth. Yeah. Would be like, dude, I can hang out with this guy. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like him and I, I don't know if you've gone back and read anything. We don't see eye to eye at all on our political agreements. But it doesn't matter. I like just, he's I not one of those guys. He's so hateful in his heart. Man. He's one. He's not. He's fucking cool as shit, dude. Like he's. <laughs> he's just poking the bear. He's one of the coolest fucking dudes ever. Like seriously, he, he didn't would be, sound very cool. He sound very he hateful. Be, <laughs> very hateful. Is that your Napoleon Dynamite impression? <laughs> You're such an asshole. It would actually be a fantastic show. You two going back and forth because <laughs> the level of respect I have for him and the level of respect I have for you, and I've had conversations with you guys, it wouldn't turn into the fucking Biden Trump debate between you two. It would be a good fucking show. So I've, I've thought about it. I need to reach out to him more. But he he's like us. He's, he busts his ass. He works all the fucking time and everything yeah. else, too. I'm not saying he wouldn't do it. I'm not saying he would do it. But I'm leaning more towards he would. He has to obviously think a little bit more about public image than we do. Yeah, that might be hard he for does him too. to think a little bit. So I don't know if he can. You're such an asshole. <laughs> I don't know if he can, uh, he can just jump into things without getting some permission like some other people we've talked to. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. He's definitely yeah, somebody it's that a conversation is all. So yeah, yeah, he's definitely somebody I've I've thought about with it. And then I have a couple other people that have some fun stories to share. We're in uh, recent wars and overseas recently and saw some things and had some fun. So yeah, we definitely would like to talk to people, man. You guys keep listening to this. Pick up the damn phone. Call one of us. Message one of us. Text one of us. Email us at level49podcast at gmail.com. We will record a show with anybody in this world. Mm, can they go to a website? Yep. level49podcast.com. I think there's a couple good looking dudes on that, that website. There is. We got some sweet fucking beards, dude. Did you trim your beard? Once in a while, I might. Yeah. I haven't. I look like I just came out of the bush, dude. You see this shit? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. But I've been working so much, dude. Like, I get up and I look at myself in the mirror and go, you God damn. You just go. Yeah. Like, I, it's gotten so bad now that I don't even Sorry like, face. use anything. I just, like, grab a brush and I'm like, okay, this will work for today. Sorry, face. You'll have to wait. Bad, dude. Like, the beard oil and everything just hasn't even hit the face, like, barely at all lately. It's... Yeah. Check it out. Try to save time. You dip your beard into the butter for your toast. <laughs> Be on your way. That's it, man. All right. Grease it up. So, check us out. We're at at level 49 podcast on every bit of social media out there. So 
you can see us there. You can be a guest. You can come here. We can go there. We can do it over the phone. We can do it over Zoom. We can do it just to do it. <laughs> I got nothing, man. You got anything else? Because I do not, right Alan Allman. That's that's good enough for me. You like that? That pillow voice? <laughs> Ever tell you about the time I had to listen to him all night? You had to? Yeah. So I was in a position where I... Uh, Missionary? No. <laughs> I couldn't leave my situation, let's say. And all they piped in was pillow talk with Alan Allman all night. Okay. And uh, some of my roommates, with air quotes... <laughs> I'm picking up what you're throwing had down. had a lot of adult beverages and were singing some of the songs they were playing on pillow talk. Oh, God. Which made it absolutely amazing. Dude, at that time... I was one of those that had a lot of adult beverages, and so say, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> let's just say some of them don't want to remember how bad. I was probably they next were. to you. I was probably one of the ones singing. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> so, all right, all right, man. We're gonna wrap it up, guys. We will get at you as soon as we can. Until next time, have a good one. Peace. Bye.